Hi, I'm Russ Camarda, an independent filmmaker and actor in New York, and in between the chances I get to do my creative projects, I love to sit down and talk with other artists to see how it is they do what they do, how they take art and use their craft to reveal truth to an audience. So in this series of conversations, you'll meet some people you may recognize, some people you won't recognize, but they're all independent artists and we'll get in-depth in a long-form conversation to see how it is they do what they do. Welcome to Art Craft Truth. This time on Art Craft Truth, old friends and colleagues of mine, photographers Melissa Miracolo and Mike Lepaki. The East Coast market for event photography, specifically Long Island and New York City, is one of the most, if not the most, saturated, competitive, and artistic places to be a professional photographer in the world. And these two fantastic artists have been professional photographers in that market for over a decade. And as I said, I've gotten to work with them over the past 10 years or so and see firsthand how they use the art and craft of photography to truly deliver at the top level in this high-pressure business of events. Two of my favorite people in the world sit down and talk with me about the business and the technique behind the lens, Melissa Miracolo and Mike Lepaki. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so welcome aboard. This is so awesome. I know you guys for... Uh, 10, 15 years yeah, now? I don't know how long. It was Close about to, that. Uh, over a decade, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'd say probably 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. 13. And and we, we're, we've we been doing event photography and videography for all that time. <laughs> long, and longer. Long time. <laughs> and longer, yeah. See, me, I, I just popped in and when I met you and I was like, you popped my cherry when I came in the door. <laughs> 2008, I think, or something like 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. So this is exciting for me because, like I said to you when I came in, um, I know you guys just out of that. But I want to get to know how you started. You know, I kind of know how you started. But, I mean, how, how you guys started in, in photography, how you look at photography. We'll talk about, like, event photography specifically. We'll talk about some naked photography, <laughs> which I'm really excited about. Am I gonna get to get naked? Yeah, well, yeah. Excited, Mike might get might get naked for us. So it happens. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna demonstrate actually later with Mike. Oh, yeah. sweet! <laughs> um, I forgot to shave though. All right. So, so, uh, so let's start with uh, let's start with you because I think you're of of the three of us. You're the only one who went to school for this stuff, right? Yeah, stupidly. So, so uh, yeah, right. what was the I point? Spent money on this. So what did what was that about? What was what, where did you go? Uh, well, I started at NASA and then um, transferred to CW Post. Thank God my parents didn't let me go immediately to Post because that would have been even more of a waste of money. <laughs> right. So but, what what was did you are you did you always want to be a photographer? Was that the idea? Yeah. From well, from high school, I fell into it with film actually, um, and then you know I I always said I want I, since I was a child I said I want to be an artist I want to be an artist. So then I went to NASA. And chipped away at everything I hated. Okay. <laughs> I was like, nope, I don't want to draw anymore. Nope, I don't like ceramics anymore. Definitely don't like painting. Right. And then, you know, kept kept with it with photography. So were you one of those, because uh, I think every young female goes through the photography phase, right? They go through the horse phase <laughs> and the photography <laughs> phase where it's like you're taking pictures or you're... I definitely did the horse thing. Oh, yeah. did? See, there you yeah. go. All right, so... All you right. still I do have... the horse thing, don't you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I, I had a, a professor that... When we went in, she was like, if you bring me a picture of a duck, I will fail you. <laughs> like, I don't want to see any more pictures of ducks, swans, none of it. <laughs> so what was it about photography? What was the, what was, what eventually pushed you down that road? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, a part, a big part of the beginning of it was the magic of the dark room to, you know, watch your 
photo. You have to have no idea what you got. You know, have to develop the film, right. see what you got. Right. If it was good, if it was in focus, if it was, you know, correctly exposed, because you had no idea. Right. And then to, you know, see it, you know, on a paper, you know, on the form on the paper in right. front of you. So you got, you're, you're one of those few, I talked to a photographer uh, a couple of weeks ago that, in another podcast, where you straddle the, the, uh, the digital analog yeah. uh, border. Yep. And the, the chemical process, you know, using selenium to change your white balance and yep. all that kind of stuff. So uh, did you still get to do any of that or did, you, did that stop a long time ago? It, well, when I went to school for it, I felt like I went at like the per I had the perfect arc where I started started in high school with film, went to college with film. And by the last year, two years of my college career, we switched to digital. OK, so I got like a nice little. Right. You, know, the, you were right on that. Yeah, right, right on the cusp on of it. Yep. So that when I came out of it, I still had my film cameras, but I was immediately going into digital like for for event photography. So. Right, right, right. But I did assist for photographers that were shooting film. So I had to change the backs and so you know, so and so what were you what were you assisting? Film photographers doing events. Yep, for weddings. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you were changing there. Yeah, there was a couple leftover yeah. older I guys. I worked with those older guys. There's a few of us older guys left. Uh, and Mikey, Mikey, you started. We we all work in. Uh, we, we're freelance. We have our own businesses and stuff, mm -hmm. but we share a common studio that we shoot for. We shoot events and parties and weddings and all kinds of things, mm -hmm. um, and that's where I met you. Yep. And you started. I, you were like, uh, were you weren't you doing video or something? They had me just going on jobs and just figure it out. Either you're gonna do photo here, video there, lay out the dress, and whatever we want you to do, you're gonna do. You're a little go getter boy. Is right. basically what it was, and it started with a lot of film. For did a lot of video. Um, film era wasn't around anymore. That no, was no, not even yeah. a thing. No. I don't even know what that is. What's no. film? Well, we certainly we wouldn't be shooting film for weddings. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no film. But yeah, I started with video, and I was assisting on video, just basically coming on, helping them set up the lights, and shooting second camera for a little bit. And then also one day, I just picked up a, a DSLR and just started shooting some pictures at a wedding. And they're like, you see something. Right. I'm like, okay. I didn't know I saw anything. I was like, I'm just taking pictures, really? whatever it is. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's a hot girl. Let me shoot that. Let me, let me do this. That's what it was in the beginning. It's like, okay, some money and just kind of go with the flow of things and right. expand it from there into what I'm doing now. What's amazing is because you guys come from two totally different starting points, you're two of the best photographers in the region now doing this doing this kind of job. Um, and I, we, I see a lot of work, obviously, you know, I, mm -hmm. I work with a lot of different people, all, all kinds of people from magazine type people all the way to everybody else. And you guys are right at the tippy top of, of doing the best stuff, but you Thank came you. at it from completely different places. Yeah. So aside from the hot girls, mm -hmm. <laughs> did, was, did it immediately interest you? Did the immediate Absolutely. result, it was like, oh, cool. Look at that. Or what? It, it was really like right away. I remember I remember it was at the loft in Manhattan. I remember literally being on a roof and I was shooting the party and I was just like messing around with the camera trying to get the Empire State Building in there. <laughs> and I'm just messing around. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. How do you do this? How do you do that? And meanwhile, the person I was training on there shut automatic the whole time. And I'm over here <laughs> trying to do manual the first day on there. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I kind of get this. This is all right, cool. Right. Best way to learn. And it, yeah, and it just went from there. You know, it kind of just took off and, and I just started assisting some more, shooting some more. And then within like a year of doing it, I was shooting events as like a main photographer yeah. within a year. Yeah, you picked, which I is mean, pretty fast for an assistant picking up jobs. Very, very fast. Yeah, you. You, you were, set the personality for it too. Well, that's the other thing we're going to talk about because there's different kinds of photography, and just like there's you know, 
uh, mixed martial arts and boxing, you don't mix the two very often because somebody's going to get killed. Yep. So, you know, you get the fashion photographer That's trying true. to get in an event photography. Yeah. Oh, they don't got it. They don't no. got it. They, they don't got it. I've seen it firsthand. They, they, they choke hard. Yeah. yeah. No, they can't handle that. They can't handle the timing of it. It's, it's very... Yeah, it's a very specific. Run and gun is the favorite word you always use. And yeah. Absolutely. That's what it yeah, is. It's, it's more equivalent. Event photography and videography is more equivalent to uh, electronic news gathering. It's more like being out in Iraq, mm-hmm. you know, or Beirut when the bombs are going off. And Sometimes like, it feels like that. You got a crazy mom. You know, the, the bomb is about to go off. You see her yeah, face. That's right. Those lights flicker and it's just her eyelashes going back and forth. You right. know, things happen. And you have to do all the things that an artist does uh, to to be to capture it in an artistic way, mm-hmm. but under a very specific, very difficult clock. Yeah, absolutely. And high that's stress. High stress and and physically demanding oh, job. Yeah. And, uh, and, and and it's a very special skill. So we'll, we'll get into that in a second, but I want to get into, let me let me just hear you, I want to fix your mic a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> I think we got to pull this guy over a little bit more like this. I'm a loud talker. It helps my job. I don't want to freak, freak <laughs> Melissa out too much, but I got to move her mic in closer because she's mic phobic. <laughs> All right, even though Mike is sitting next to her. <laughs> yeah. Surrounded by Mike. You just took my joke. Right. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. Let's see. How, how do you sound, Mike? I don't know. How do I sound? We'll pull that in a little bit. Towards or Towards away? you. Towards you. Yeah, right you, there? A little more. You get nice and close. Right there? Yeah, there you go. That's nice. We're good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that should be good. That sounds okay. I'm trying to keep my voice to a level where it's not too much. It's just know, sexy enough for I'm me. I'm a little too much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a sexy voice. Okay. Uh, I feel it. The mono, yeah. Okay. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling the bass. The levels are there. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let's talk Let's talk about the, the actual craft of photography, non-specific to, the, to whatever kind of photography. Um, because uh, the way I learned in, in cinematography and stuff is in composition and line. There's a lot of different uh, aspects of how to create the picture. And uh, the, the three different the little triangle of exposure, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the uh, back in film days, it was the ASA. The, the film stock was mm-hmm. actually the ISO. Yeah. The ISO, yeah. Yep. Uh, you can change that. You can't change that. You, know, you shot 400 or yep. you shot... 800 or 200 if you were really artsy you shot 1600 Whoa. you got all that grain <laughs> yeah, right. um, i guess grain was a good thing right I, it depends you know it, grain i guess is coming back is a good thing a lot of people like the grain it, if yeah. you could work with it there yeah. were some photographers that could do it and some that could not <laughs> and, in, and in photography more than than film yeah. and cinematography you wanted to be as clean as you could in, mm-hmm. in cinematography yeah absolutely and then the shutter speed and the aperture those are your those are your things to uh create the exposure and then learning to work with light and learning to compose frames with lines and all that stuff. What were the, some of the things that you learned and that you still look at when you pick up the thing to shoot something? Let's say it's, um, let's say it's a portrait, simple enough. Uh, what, what are the kind of things that you're trying to balance in your head as a, as a creative artist for the tool? Well, it really depends on what, what I'm trying to do. Um, if I'm doing natural light, if I'm using, you know, artificial light. Um, All right, let's, yeah, and again, for you guys, that, that, that's, that's a very, those are technical skills that not everybody masters right away. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, still, I'm still learning. I feel like I'm always learning. Absolutely. There's always new, you know, there's always something new happening or a new trend or, you know, so it's, it's always changing. So and let's say. And it's evolution is yeah. the word. Yeah. We are constantly evolving in our atmosphere and what, 
we want to accomplish and do, I feel like. Right. It never just stops at one thing. It's like, listen, I'm just an off-camera life photographer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a natural life photographer. It's the skill of learning all of it is the most important. Right, right. Because yeah. all situations are different, I guess. Yeah. All right, so do you, do you, would you define yourself in one way or another? Would you say you tend toward one or another in natural light? Yeah, or, definitely. I, I tend towards natural light. Just because, you know, it definitely is a lot harder to control light. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> um, you know, as, you know as, as we work for events, especially, you start to just know it. Um, so, like, you know, we take couples out for night shots, backlighting, things like that. You start to just know your settings right. and know what you're going to do. But even, even yesterday, I was doing a boudoir shoot yesterday, and my cousin was assisting me. And she was, she, you know, she does more video stuff. Right, so right. she was messing with continuous light with it. And she was trying to create this like fall off of shadows. And, right. and I was just watching her and I'm like, I, I get what she's doing. I'm like, but I wouldn't have even thought to do that. Right, you know, the way right. she was doing it. Right. And we did like a mix of that and then a mix of more natural light where it was just more of like a wall of light hitting her. So, right. Do you, um, do you prefer one or the other? I find natural light easier or continuous light easier because you can light. see it. Yeah, yeah you can right. immediately see. So it's the, so flash photography and mm-hmm. and both on camera and off camera flash studio settings mm-hmm. and that's uh it's a little harder to know till until you got the shot. Yeah, it's kind of trial and error until exactly. you, you get the thing. You're really good at it. You're really good at the off camera lighting and the flash stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I've been getting away from it. I, I've tend to not like the look anymore. I feel like it depends what I'm doing. You know, let's say I'm doing a family portrait. I like a nice clean light on them with some off-camera light, just to fill the eyes in a little bit. Right. You know, it's nice and easy going. But when it comes to natural portrait now, I prefer it to be no lighting on at all, just natural just light. The... Where I'm looking for my background to have the color contrast to make sure you know they bounce off that. Where I have the compression I need and the depth of field is what I'm really looking for for a portrait now. Right. Um, shooting open, I guess, is something that is really expanded. That you know, mirrorless has made life much easier. All right, so we're throwing a lot of terms out yeah. there for people. <laughs> sorry, sorry, so, everybody. So that's okay. So, so shooting open means wide open aperture. Yeah, open aperture. Which in photography, when you open the aperture, you uh, you you decrease the, the depth, the depth of, field. of field so that for people who don't know what that means, it means the subject pops off the background. Yeah, the background's, background's blurry. Background's blurry mm-hmm. and the subject is... So the wider uh, open that aperture gets, the narrower that depth of field yeah. becomes and the subject pops more. So um, when you talk about compression, you're compressing that background to a blur so that the subject pops. Yeah. Um, so you're shooting a lot of fast lenses meaning what big wide yeah. apertures and living on the 85 and the 35 right now that's kind of where i live i used to be a big telephoto guy i've pushed away from it not just the fact that it becomes heavy over time and it it becomes a lot in your body yeah. i just like the look of an, a clean 85 portrait i feel like i just love that look right and yeah. the 35 is great too because you know you might have to shoot wide open but it does exaggerate your portraits i feel like sure. it's something i try to do where, you know, I'm getting a scene in there and, you know, making the legs a little longer and things like that. You know, right. maybe I'm cutting some toes off over there. You know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's something that, like, I feel like those lenses right there with those fast speeds, it allows me to do a lot more things with the lower apertures. Yeah, yeah. Do low and light situations. And, it, and like you said, for especially for what we do, you know, if you're shooting those 70 to 200s, are like the lens is like this big. Mm-hmm. It's huge. You know, yeah. uh, and the 85 might be this big and yeah. the 35 might be yeah. this big, you know. So it, it weighs on you yeah. to get the same Literally, compression. Yeah. You're not 400 <laughs> yards away on a telephoto lens. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and the 85 is a great portrait lens anyway. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. It's beautiful, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good, per- perfect focal length <laughs> for that. So, um, so when you're composing shots, 
let's say, um, again, we'll, we'll use the portrait situation. You do a lot of boudoir, which I love the term boudoir. <laughs> I call it my naked lady shot. <laughs> I, love the, I love boudoir photography. I like to be your assistant much more than I get the chance to be. There's a, there's a, a line of uh, guys that have yeah. requested that. But so nobody, far. not one of them has put you on you're podcast. On, you're on the top. You're See, on the top and I want to be in the portrait. Yeah, he wants to be Milk in bath. it. Milk bath. Milk bath for life. I've been talking about this forever. You know what? I would pay to see that. So I, a lot of people would. I guarantee it. A lot of people would. You'd be surprised. So, what, like you said, when when your cousin was assisting, when she's using continuous light, was she was she using like an LED or a hot light of some kind where the light's on? It's like mm-hmm. a, a light like you'd see. Like people would know that's what I mean by continuous light as opposed to a flash. Exactly. A yeah. strobe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of manipulate that light and create the contrast and the shadows that you want. Exactly. When you're shooting that kind of stuff, um, and you got the frame, what do you look? How do you how do you compose your shot? What are you looking for as an artist to compose shots? Well, I guess you know quickly what's happening is you know is you know I'm looking at the surrounding areas. Our coworker Jess has turned me into. Um, and we call her the straight police because she always wants the images, the lines and the she images to the be horizontal. straight. Yeah, she wants the horizontal uh-huh. lines to be straight, the vertical lines to be straight. So I'm oh, that's like the top of my list now. Okay. Um, but I'm looking, you know, for boudoir photography specifically, looking at eight points of the body from head to toe. You know, looking at their right. their um, their head, their facial position, their eyes, their mouth, um, their hands, their shoulders, their you know. Stomach right. arching their back, their knees, their feet, every point of the body, um, depending on the type of shot, if I want to do closer, wider, you know, if I'm cutting off the feet, if I'm cutting off the feet at the ankles where they look like, you know, right. it gives more of a distortion when you do it that way. Sure. Um, you know, and I, again, like that particular shot that I was doing yesterday where she was playing with the, the light, I had her weighted more towards the bottom of the frame you know with a little bit more so that you right. see the negative light spilling space, down yeah right. yeah right. Yeah, ne- yeah negative space so exactly. so with the way i when i'm shooting uh film and you know shooting doing some cinematography type stuff what i'm always looking for because i came from the theater and in the theater you know when you're directing in the theater you're looking to direct the audience's energy mm-hmm. you're kind of because they're literally sitting there right so they're in the room, mm-hmm. so it's an audience participation kind of thing, and you're trying to move their heads and stage things up, stage down, stage, and, and create these sort of lines where they have to reach with their eyes, reach and listen and, and look across. Um, so you you take that same approach to the still frame or the or the or the moving picture frame, mm-hmm. where you're looking for lead lines, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, things yeah. where where the eye is drawn in is is that kind of how you look at particularly Absolutely. when you're shooting wide landscape type stuff sure sure if you could find a great fence <laughs> that leads to somewhere where you're looking down towards whether they're semi further down and where the line leads to them or they're in front of it where the lines leading away from them things like that it, you know it, it just makes a more symmetrical looking picture makes it more interesting for sure right yeah i mean anybody could put somebody in the open landscape and call it a day but when you see a fence you're like oh this is like a nice little line where you're shooting at a certain level up to them right. where you know still flattering but you know maybe on a low level where they're kind of looking off something and like that and it kind of includes the viewer mm-hmm. absolutely know, they're, they're they're in it exactly you feel like yeah, you're taking their the eyes shot. through the image yeah right. yeah, yeah like you want them to feel like they took that photo like they're part of it like as they took the photo mm-hmm. right so is there um are like you, you were talking about horizontal lines before do you are you do you care much about um 
symmetry always symmetry is are there times and places for it in the image or do you is it like hard rigid rules for how you know no for no. me it depends on my it depends on my mood i oh. mean it <laughs> depends on the mood. Um, no, sometimes I, I usually don't like symmetry, but de- like I said, it depends on the situation. Right. Like for event photography, we're in a church. I'm looking at every single part of the image that I'm composing, and I want, you know, all right, I'm catching most of the light on this side. I want to catch the other light, you know, the same way. That's when I want symmetry. I'm For example, yeah. You know, yeah. But at the same time, it's still not, because usually when I'm doing a shot like that, you know, the bride and groom are smaller on the bottom and getting the you know right. the it, vast it depends upon you know, what the, the composition yeah. of the whole picture yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like you wanna make sure like if there's a stained glass over here, a stained glass over here, I wanted to make sure the stained glass is even on both sides. Mm-hmm. Where it's mm-hmm. not like one's for cocked over this way. Yeah. Like you want it to be perfect. I'm very O C D a lot of people know that about me. <laughs> yeah. So like when I look at an image like I want it to be that. Mm-hmm. Even if I shot it like I'm gonna rush, I shot it kind of Slanted a little yeah. bit, something like that. Like I know in post, press the shutter. I'm making it look like that if I have to. I try not to make it happen in post. I try to do it before, but right. yeah. sometimes life happens. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into the event <coughs> part of it now. But, I, but before that, when was the moment that you said, I'm a photographer? Where you, you, were, you were in school or you're out of school or you work in the jobs and you, you've been practicing, you've been shooting, maybe you've been getting paid for it, who knows. But there, there's a moment for all of us in our head where it's like, okay, I'm... I remember it. Okay, go for it. It was July 7, 2000, Holy 2012. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird like that. Was, you know that. What time of day was it? It was, at, Wood, it was exactly. at Woodbury Country Club. Which no longer exists. Yeah. It does not exist anymore. Yeah. And uh, I was actually shooting an event where they made me change my name no you know because that person was supposed to be there <laughs> but whatever it was and i was by myself and i felt myself shooting it and i'm doing these things and i'm shooting them i'm shooting these off-camera light shots these on-camera light shots which is you know on-camera lights no one does that but <laughs> they, back then we they, people kind of did that and you know natural light and i'm like holy shit I'm a freaking wedding photographer. <laughs> like, this looks awesome. Like, this looks really, really great. And I went home, I looked at it, I checked it, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is really beautiful. I'm like, I can do this job. There you go. I'm a wedding photographer. And that's exactly how I felt. Wow. So it was right yeah. in the middle of a gig. and It was literally at, during cocktail hour. I was sitting there, I'm hot. It was July, <laughs> sweating. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, yeah. I'm I can like, do yeah. this. Yeah. I'm like, I just did that. I did all those portraits. <laughs> I did that. Wow. I just made somebody's wedding. That's incredible. And that was, uh, and, and, and. It might not be July 7th. It was July 2012. Right, well, <laughs> I'm going to go. You with probably July. are accurate. With it probably day. is July yeah. 7th. It's scary oh, yeah. how accurate it is. He's like Rain Man. <laughs> how about you? Um, I, I feel like, I, don't, I mean, I definitely don't have a concrete moment. Come on. I, yeah. Be Mine was us. December. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I felt more like I've said to people, I'm a photographer, I'm a photographer, but I feel like I have more of like um, imposter syndrome. I've been oh, reading about that lately. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because I still feel like, why? I don't I don't know. I still like, I doubt myself. I still question, you know, how I do it. Why? You know, and I, you know, I have like colleagues and they're like, that, that shot's gorgeous. I'm like, nah, you know, I don't know. I 
Well, let me ask you this question: Are you are you paying your mortgage and your or your rent or with your photography? I am, and yeah, so that's that's why I say it because I'm like I am getting paid for it. I don't know why they're paying me for it, but I'm getting paid for it. And you get pretty well for it too. For, yeah, yeah she's got it. She's she's very very humble about how well how good she is as a photographer. Right. Like it's ridiculous. And what you guys are got to remember, and yeah. for anybody listening and watching, uh, to brag a little bit about where we're doing this from. This is the top market in the world. Yeah, absolutely. For especially event photography. Yeah, most saturated. Yeah, most saturated market. Yeah. New York, mm-hmm. Long Island, the whole tri-state area. Yep. Um, and so if you're kicking it and doing uh, 95, 100 jobs a year, whatever we were doing there at our peak there, yep. where you're just blasting away. You're a photographer, and, yeah. and, and your work is... is, is That's what this year was looking like. It was looking like 80-plus jobs in the first yeah. half kind of slipped away a little wow. bit, but when May and June hit, whew, yeah. we're going to be tired this yeah. year. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm completely out of shape for this. Yeah. I have no, yeah. I'm not, my yeah. body's not ready to uh, handle that. That's for what 2020 sure. did to me. Yeah. Taught me that I hurt now when yeah, I hold a camera. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Okay, so this is... Let's talk about event... Uh, photography and, and videography specifically how we how we do this and like I said before it's a very it's a very specific kind of photography mm-hmm. because when you're looking at some beautiful landscape photographer or you're looking at Annie Leibovitz and some beautiful portrait photographer or you're looking at you know Avedon or whoever mm-hmm. a magazine photographer Rolling Stone photographer and you're looking at that those are great Vanity Fair great for off camera amazing you know, yeah. yeah some beautiful amazing work that these people do <clears throat> but then you put us out in Beirut and Iraq, yeah. you know, in a 12-hour in a day yeah. where there's four locations and it's their one chance to get their one day mm-hmm. recorded right. And it's not just a matter of recording the pictures. It's a matter of doing it with art, with art and mm-hmm. with, with real craftsmanship under a tremendous amount of pressure in a very small amount of time. Talk about the first times you did that. And, you know, the clock in your head mm-hmm. and all. Just talk about your first experiences where it was like, oh, okay, so this is what, how we do this. Well, I mean, you know, I assisted for a long time. So there were, well, the, I think the thing that was most scary was family pictures and making sure you get all those combinations. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know if you miss one. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, but the, the people I, you know, the, the guys I would assist, you know, regularly they, you know, they did it a certain way and it became almost like a formula in my head to still to this day, Mm -hmm. I do it that way for the most part. I've gotten better where I can, you know, build it up and then reverse it back down too. But so let's talk, what what she's talking about is, uh, you know, on an event when you're doing family portraits, (laughs) you know, there's, uh, there's mom, there's dad. Why are you laughing, Russ? What's going on? What are you thinking about right now? Because I'm thinking just, just. You think about a Saturday in July 7th, 2012? (laughs) I'm just thinking. I have nightmares of some of these things, but yeah. for you guys, it's it's really assembling. And sometimes families are split. There's yeah. divorces. This one doesn't yeah. want to stand next to this one. But, uh-huh. but you try and get every possible combination mm-hmm. of of the of those families. And sometimes you don't have the time to do it, mm-hmm. the space to do it, the location to do it. Sure. Um, and uh, and it's what's interesting that you said about that you do it a certain way. Is you guys? I, I work with all of you, right? I work mm-hmm. with dozens and dozens yep. of events, and you all do it differently. Yeah. You all have Absolutely. your own sort of, 
you know, way you assemble. Some start with big groups and whittle down to little groups. Yep. Some start with one side, then build up. And mm-hmm. it's all this fascinating way, but it's all time management mm-hmm. in your head, right? About Absolutely. how to yeah. do it. What was your first, like when, mm-hmm. was that one when you were on your own where you knew how hectic it was or did you really know that before that? I knew before how hectic it was because honestly, I learned a lot of what not to do from the people I trained under. <laughs> Is that a bad thing to say? No, you could say it. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're watching right that's now. Not, but... That's not what one of them would say. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah, true. I learned everything. But uh, sorry, people at home who know what I'm talking about. But, you know, I learned what not to do in certain situations. I learned to be kind mm. and be personal, personable mm-hmm. with people. And, you know, if you're calm and kind and you reflect that attitude... It makes it easy to do the portraits because they feel that from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, come on over. Like, you know, come right, on right, in, right, mom. Right. Touch over here. Da, da, da. <laughs> and, you know, it, the, that calming personality is something I learned to do that because, you know, there's some photographers you work with, they don't have that calm. Right, right. right? They're like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to mm-hmm. get this. I got to do this. Did you get that? Did you get this? And it's like, I don't want to be like that. That's not who I am. Right. I'm a generally calm person in high stressful situations because I know I have to be. Right. And I, I've seen it from other people, so I knew going into it how to plan and be that way. I would study what we call the job sheet beforehand. I know everybody's names mm-hmm. before I get to the job. Right. I know who your sister is. I know who your husband is. I know all that. I want to know that information. When I first started working and I was doing this, I wasn't getting all the information. I was like, can I have that? Yeah. Because I made it, it made my job easier mm-hmm. to know that stuff, it right. felt like. Right. That's what kind of approached it. Yeah, and, and that's that's the other part of the job, too, is, you know, you're kind of part therapist, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah. they're they're under the highest stress of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, their wedding day or their whatever day it is, whatever event it is, and they've never done it before. No, you know, yeah. well, some have. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I like those are my favorite. Yeah, ones. those are those are actually the better ones. <laughs> those are my <laughs> last wedding. Yeah. I like the ones yeah. that it's, there's. Th- they're a lot more low key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> time around because usually it's in one location too. Like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're you're trying. You have to be the voice of reason for people who need to who don't know what's going to happen next mm-hmm. and yeah. you're, what people don't realize about what we do is we're the one vendor on your event that's with you the whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. the makeup comes and goes the flowers yep. come and go the food come and go the band comes and go but we're there from the beginning to the end to the end mm-hmm. and then 30 years later and then mm-hmm. after <laughs> and before like you know in my situation you know most it's sometimes as well like with her own weddings and things like that we're there from the first day they book that event mm-hmm. and holding their hand right that's one thing i emphasize yeah. all the time to my clients you know whether it be through you know a studio i work for or for myself that you know i'm here with you call me right. use me i've done this 300 times <laughs> yeah. in the last three years like right. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let me help you get through this. Right. And I sat with a couple last night, for example. They are doing a small backyard wedding. They had no idea what's going on. And I literally planned their entire wedding for them in a half hour. Right. And they're like, holy crap. Like, that was pretty easy for you. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. I got you. It helps when you do it a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got into an argument with my nephew yesterday. Uh, eight years old. He's been to three weddings Uh-oh. so he knows that's right how it goes i was like okay you want to know how many i've done i can't tell you that answer because it's been thousands i did three last weekend yeah. yeah right exactly so when you're in that situation uh uh is it tough to be artistic yeah i mean you know stuff definitely gets cut out you know you because you, ha- you always have to get the bread and butter first you have to get the, the stuff that you have to get before right. you can get creative but you know, usually um, 
you know, that's like the way I work. I try and get the stuff I have to get first and then, you know, steal away with the bride and grooms. You don't have to get too creative with like the families. You just got to keep it light, fun, moving. Mm-hmm. Bridal party can get a little bit more creative. Um, but, you know, with the bride and groom, that's where you can get creative. And I've personally, I've learned to move very fast and, you know, already have ideas of what I want to do next and right. kind of have it planned out and jump around very quickly to get it done so right. yeah i tend to see with the family portraits in order to make them have that little more <laughs> candid feel to it i feel like you know even sometimes i just take like a step off to the left and be like just my own life at you something like that but mm-hmm. otherwise if i keep my jokes light and i keep them laughing they look at each other they laugh and that's like when i'm psh, 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 yeah snapping those moments and i feel like in the end that pays off because because you're not really wasting time Right. You're getting your portraits. Meanwhile, you say something silly or funny, and they laugh, and you get this moment that happens, mm-hmm. and that's the money, that yeah. moment. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. That's the real moment. Like, you know, like, oh, man, like, you know, all right, cool, I got that moment. All right, good, perfect. And, you know, <laughs> instead of it being, like, cheesy, oh, look at your mom, smile at her, which, right. you know, sometimes we obviously all do yeah. that. But the natural moment where they smile at each other is what you really want in that situation, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. organic. What's the, what's the best part of shooting the event day? Like, what's the part where you go into the gig and you're looking forward to it? Where, like, I, once I get to this, this will be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. What is that? Is there a particular part of the job where you're like... The bride and groom portraits. Yeah. It's I just mean, literally getting your yeah, chance always, to take them out. That's, yeah, because yeah, that's when you get to really have fun. You know, that's... Especially if time permits. Mm-hmm. You know, right, that's, right. that's when you can play around a little bit. You know, it's just you and the couple. You know, most of the time, you know, you could joke around a little bit more. Um, you know, I'm known to... Like I get excited. I'm like, oh, let's go over here. Oh, let's go over there. Oh, I like that. Oh, this looks awesome. All right, so let's no. talk about that for a second. That's a fact. So yeah. what? Yeah, I've seen her do it. I've yeah. seen her do it. Yeah. So what her is tail it? legs and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it for you that does that? What is when when you get that little tail wagon? What is what is it usually? Where you, is it something you see? Is it a, is the way a light is hitting something? Like what is it that like, oh let's do this? Do you... Yeah, it again it depends on the situation. It could be like if you know the light's cool and and I get exactly what I envision in my head, or if we're in a new place, that's when I get really excited. When I'm in some place mm. new, mm. Um, a lot of photographers will. You know, especially like when they're competing with each other, event photographers. Oh, you want to get somebody that's been to the you know the venue that knows the venue that knows the venue. Yeah, to some degree, but the part of the being a professional is being able to. Doesn't matter where you are, right. you have to be able doesn't to matter. assess it immediately. You know, the light's different every single time you go to the same event. You know, same venue anyway. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm more excited to go to someplace new and get excited to, you know, have new. Right. For me, I mean, it doesn't matter to the couple. There, it's new for them, but <laughs> right. for me, yeah. and I say that to them too. I'm like, it doesn't matter for you guys. I'm like, but this is exciting for me. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what's what? What is it for me? It, it's light. I mean, light has been something that when I first started, I was a picture taker. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. This is something that our boss says to us. You know, this guy's a picture taker, and I felt that way. And then honestly, you had a lot to do with that, like the way that you looked at light, and you're like the flare and this and that. And I've really learned how to use that and incorporate that, and you know, mix with what you taught me and what I've learned from. You know, just watching YouTube videos, just seeing things and watching other photographers and learning that, like, that kind of excites me. Yeah. Pretty corny, but true. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I see a great light peering through a tree and I know that I can have them, like, kind of, like, having this moment with each other and meanwhile I'll get this, like, flare come in and this, like, star thing come through, like, their head and things like that. I love that shit. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, boner city for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't get boners on the wedding, 
No, well, but, you know, <laughs> come on. we don't have to talk about all the, all the times we work together. But you know, things like that, it that, like that excites me. Like yeah. that, that is exciting, and you know, it's a learning process. Like I said, every wedding is different. The light is different everywhere. If I go in, I know the goal is backlighting is the number one thing I'm looking for when it comes to a portrait. Backlight. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's explain backlight to to uh, to people. That's when. Whether you're using an off-camera flash or whether you're outside and you're finding that sun, because mm-hmm. the normal civilian mm-hmm. looks at when you're taking a picture outside, they're putting the sun right in somebody's right face. Right in their eyeballs. So because they're like, well, that's where the light's coming from. It's like, but you want that light behind them to mm-hmm. give them a hair light, yeah. frame them, separate them from the background, and then you fill in with either some kind of a bounce of that backlight mm-hmm. of or a flash. So we're always looking for that golden backlight, mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. to delicious, mm-hmm. delicious, <laughs> so delicious. It is delicious. It yeah, is delicious. Oh, golden grams all day. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know, sometimes you don't even need that fill light because the light is just so beautiful in some areas where. Maybe it's a shade error, but that light's just creeping in on the hair. And mm-hmm. like, you don't even need the back. You don't even need the fill light at all. Like, right, it's right. just there already. The money's there. Right. And it's a beautiful thing. Like, you know, you can use sun to your advantage, obviously, in their face. You know, to be a great portrait photographer, you have to take advantage of sun, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's right. there for your taking. Right. They don't have to look directly at it, but it's there for you to take advantage of. Now, here's a, here's a question, because this is what separates the... Uh, the women from the girls <laughs> and the men from the boys, the from the boys. is uh, because you're out in an event situation. You're you're in a, like I said, you're out. It's it's like electronic news gathering. It's run and gun. It's mm-hmm. uh, you're not in control of the day where you go. We're gonna shoot your job at five thirty-five when the sun set. You know you don't control that. Mm-hmm. So you can try to. You can when try you plan sometimes. It. You can yeah. try to, but yeah. for the most part, you're at the mercy of what's happening. And yep. it's a summer day, and. You know, church finishes at one, and the sun is directly over the top of your head. It's the worst, harshest light. Mm -hmm. You have to know how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. What are some of the ways that you can deal with it as a photographer when you're not in the most ideal situations? It could be light. It could be whatever. What what are some of the ways you kind of find yourself? I feel like the first thing we always try and do is find shade. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because especially when it's like high noon or, you know, like one o'clock, that's always the absolute worst. Because you can barely use the sun as backlight at that point. Um, always find shade, but otherwise you have to have pretty powerful fill light, you know, mm-hmm. to com- compete with the sun. So if you're you're on a beach, you know, and there's no shade. Although I oh, did, I that's did... the stuff nightmares are made of. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve o'clock, high noon, the summer yeah. on the beach. Oh my god. I want the water in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be able to see me. And <laughs> all right. That's right. <laughs> and that's when you need the off-camera. Light. You kind of yeah. need it. You kind of need yeah. that situation, unless you want just completely <laughs> whited out photos which is cool some people love that look mm-hmm. i'm not gonna knock anybody who likes that you know i like a little bit more color in mine that's me personally right but you know that popular that looks very popular now that mm-hmm. all white out white oh, yeah. look i have a i have an interesting theory on that it's what they call the sun drenched look i or, like to hear this or what the you know the uh photographers who are i'm a uh I'm a natural light photographer. Sun chaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, does that mean you don't know how to use the flash? Yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of what I go. That's and, and what happened <laughs> is that became sort of the, the regular, uh, jobs that were booked. Mm-hmm. So, like by default, it became this sort of aesthetic that mm-hmm. clients liked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but but did you really see what it could look like if you could yeah. see the sky? Yeah. <laughs> there was there was somebody that we we follow on social media that posted a picture and was like, this is the best sunset picture I've ever. And we were like, there's no sunset. It's white. And just like a little halo of orange from yeah. the sun. There's, there's, this is not a sunset. Right. No, it's not a sunset, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it, to some 
that is their aesthetic and that's yeah. their look. So I don't knock anybody who likes to do that. No, yeah. No, no, no. You know, each his own. It, you know, I'm just telling you, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. I truly believe mm-hmm. that. And some people love that look and to each his own. Like, absolutely. Right. You know, some amazing photographers mm-hmm. that make some buku bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, yeah. shoot that style and it's very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it is very. I, I tend to think that all those things like that are. Um, there's, it's like there's different tools for different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're, and again, I come from a, a, a performance background and a theater background, a film background. So everything is related to the story. What's the story you're telling? Mm-hmm. So when I, even when I do a, a podcast like this, or when I shoot a film, or when I do a, th- a play, whatever it is, when I shoot a wedding, mm-hmm. I'm looking for the theme. I'm looking for the story. What's this about? And if I can latch on to something that sounds like a, a through line, like a thread of like, oh, this is a common theme I'm seeing. Mom behaves this way. Daughter behaves that way. They like to stay, you know, uh, yeah. I now play that in my shot. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to set the shot up to serve the story. So if they're a light and airy couple, if they're a effervescent couple, if they're, ha- I'm not going to, you wouldn't want to do the hard vanity fair. No, it's not who they are. Do mm-hmm. you want that? So yeah. I think they're all just tools. They are too, and you have to have them all in your bag. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. you need to have them all in your bag because you know I catch myself. I love that look sometimes. Like I would say, I'm leaning more towards that look most of the time now. At this point, that's kind of like how I like to shoot. Do you think that uh, it's better as a photographer? I think, but do you think is your mug talking to you? Yeah, it wants me to drink. Please pick that up. Can you make it do that again, or does it just do that by itself? So your your mug is telling you when to drink water. Yeah, because I don't drink enough water. So usually what I do is I go, you got it, and then I leave it there. My lips <laughs> just tell me. My lips are like, you're dry as hell, man. You should drink some water. I'm going to tell you, that's some fucking AI. That's some artificial intelligence shit. <laughs> that's got to stop right now. <laughs> it will. It will. Now that I drank, too. I'm sorry, Dave. You're dehydrated. <laughs> that's fucking bizarre. That's, my phone's drink going now. off. That's going off. My watch drink is going now. off. Oh. All thing. Drink water. Oh. All right. I did good today. I finished the bottle. That's intense. Back to uh, what I was talking about. Um, do you think it's... Because there are some one-trick ponies out there that it's like, this photographer does this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do mm-hmm. you, would you value having more tools or, or do you focus on on one thing that you that you do or do you you like to be versed in all the different kinds of ways to do it i mean again with event photography i feel like you have to be like you know these light and airy photographers yeah that's great for california where it's sunny all the time <laughs> but it's not it's not the case here so you can't always have a beautifully backlit sunshot so like a, a, yeah. a photographer a wedding photographer that we both um admire her name is vanessa joy mm-hmm. she has a whole trick where she fakes the sun on a rainy, snowy day, and right. she'll Puts fake. Puts a stroll back there. Yeah, and it's great with the orange glow, and it's it's beautiful. I've right. I've done it a couple of times. Um, I did a, an engagement shoot in a thunderstorm. Wow. <laughs> we did that, so. And you, you know, just, what you just putting like a, a speed light or a strobe with a gel yeah. on yep, it. Yeah, it's a, great with a full full full, uh, yeah. full power blast. Yep. Yep. And shoot into it, and you get the flare, and it looks like the sun in the mm-hmm. background. Right. It's great. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice. Great technique. But, you know, what if it's raining? Yeah. yeah. I, that's, again, another photographer uh, that I'm we I'm curious follow. to what it looks like, you know, when it's raining. Like, what mm-hmm. do you do? I, I, you know, I, want, I would like to see, like, you know, how they do their thing with that. But I guess my question is, yeah. um, when you get clients in, in the event world, mm-hmm. are they looking for your style? Like I, or are they saying, can you do this? Can you do that? I like these. I like that. Or are they saying, it's 50, 50. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's 50-50. Some people come in and like, I'm looking for something more on the lighter side of things. Because you show them some work and you're like, oh, I'm not really looking for that. Okay, not a problem. How about I show you this gallery? Mm -hmm. What do you think of this? Oh, this is what I'm mm -hmm. looking for. Okay. See, I tell them all the time, it's not always how it's shot as well. Like, you can shoot almost any type of way you want, but in the end, it's about post-processing a lot of this too. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to editing process, like... When your greens are muted, they're not really that color out there. You're just muting the greens post-process. Right. But you go in and be like, listen, I know you like light and airy. I can do that for you. That's not a problem. Let me accommodate you in your day. But, you know, on a day that it rains a little bit, you have to give me a little liberty to do these things where I want to backlight with a strobe and get some rain in the picture right. and light you properly in the front. Like, I need to have the, the accessibility to do that for you. Sure, sure. And trust me. Right. Most people do. Right. So yeah. let, let me ask you this question, talking about post-processing, because you came from the film, you learned in film in a dark room, you know, doing it with chemicals. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different, <laughs> whole different process. If you want more blue in your whites, you're putting this in. If you want more, you, you're doing different things in the final bath and all this stuff. And, you know. Well, we have different chemical experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got a bag of chemicals in here. <laughs> talk about that later. Um, but do you, when you're shooting, are you are you thinking about the post process? Are you thinking, um, I can do this later, as long as I get this, or or are you, or are you trying to get everything you can in camera? For the most part, trying to get everything I can in camera. Mm -hmm. I want to do as little as possible afterwards. I want to get it exactly how I want it to look, in camera. Right. And that's another thing. I mean, that's another thing that comes from film. Because I want it to be right from the start. Right. You know, we used mm -hmm. to spend hours and hours and hours editing. <laughs> and just, we're just you know, spending all this time like when we could be doing plenty of other things. Just right. get it right in camera. Mm -hmm. But there are certain times where you know, certain scenarios, lighting, um, I'll intentionally underexpose my images, you know, make them darker. So that way in post I can make sure that my highlights aren't too blown out, you know, the brighter parts sure, of the images, sure. so that mm -hmm. way I can bring it up, you know, bring up the shadows and make it a little bit more even. Right. Um, but for the most part, yeah, no, I, I want mm. it correct in camera. Right. I like when people ask me to do things <clears throat> that I don't normally do. Like, someone's like, I like a darker, moody look. Mm -hmm. I love the challenge. Right. I love that. I'm like, you know what? I do want to delve into that environment a little more. I want to shoot that way a little bit more. I love some work. There's a, some great photographers I see doing that kind of style. I'm like, it's beautiful. I love it. My wife's infatuated with it. <laughs> you know, things like that. I'm like, this is gorgeous. Uh, as well as just just like high contrast, yeah, almost contrast, very kind of. warm. <laughs> and it just has this very like tone to it that's just very beautiful. His name is actually Michael Kassar. I I follow him all the time religiously on Instagram. His work is stunning, amazing work. I look at it. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that, <laughs> but I want to try. Sure. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. Yeah. But. You know, my clients really have an X for that kind of look. They like right. my more colorful, vibrant, lighter kind of look. That's what they're looking for. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why they're calling me. Right, you know, right. they're going to call him if they want that. Yeah. But I still want to do it. All right. Like, you know, that's like something I strive for, like expanding myself. Like, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. So let's talk. And we talked about the artistry of it, but let's let's finish up with the event part of it, which is the 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 structure of the day. And I'll, I'll lay out a particular structure of a day and you guys jump in wherever you want to say how fucking hard this is but in a typical New this is York, why i try to plan most of the weddings russ yeah. just so I you know, know. i know but what do i do about 300 a year i feel like i, I yeah it's like 
I want to make sure we have the time we yeah. need. Yeah. Especially but, you. Yeah, especially when I'm on it, because yeah. I tend to lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People know that they, first of all, you don't drive with me. That's number one. That's, that's a mistake. But, uh, so, so in a typical New York-style event day, let's take a wedding, for example, you're starting with the bride mm-hmm. and or the groom. Possibly. Mm-hmm. It could be both. Could be mm-hmm. both. Could be in two different locations getting ready. Getting a lot mm-hmm. more of that these days, especially with micro weddings. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they're getting ready. And, and they don't want the second photographer. They don't want to pay for it. They yeah. feel like it's not necessary. So mm-hmm. you're bouncing. You're driving to yep. one location, then to another. If they're in the same hotel, it's two different floors, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But yeah. you're, you're starting with them getting ready. And that's a lot all of it. makeup and all the, all the, the getting ready stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you're bouncing to, let's take a church wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're bouncing to it. To a church, mm-hmm. right? Somewhere else where you got to find parking yep. and get out. And typically, you're with that bride getting ready till the moment, you know, she's dressed and she's, and now you're doing portraits with her yeah. and she's ready to go out the door. You got to get to the church before there to get her coming, mm-hmm. right? Now you set up all your shit at the church. You, you shoot find the, parking, you depending find, on the scenario. Yeah, depending <laughs> if it's yeah. Brooklyn or yeah. something. Oh my God. And you, you shoot the church and now. The church is over. Maybe you have some time for portraits, but the next thing is going to be, let's say, it's a park mm-hmm. or it's a it's some place where they want to do their portraits. What day of the week is this? Let's uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Let's, let's make it really sucky. Let's call it a Friday, Friday. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> oh my god! And and church is three o'clock or th- or four o'clock. It lets out at five in Manhattan. In Manhattan, and you got to go to a I'm venue. I'm about to throw up on e- your couch right now. <laughs> you got to go to a venue out east in traffic, <laughs> and the bride and groom don't understand why they didn't get their portraits done. Yeah. You know, and every time is compressed in a ridiculous mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. and then you got to get to a venue where you then have to unload, set up, do some more portraits mm-hmm. and pictures, and get ready for a party that's going to go to twelve thirty or one in the morning. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a twelve hour day, four different locations, incredibly time compressed. With you know, a typical thing is 150 guests, let's say 200 guests party mm-hmm. um you're dealing with other vendors you're dealing with crazy djs you're dealing with all kinds of things <laughs> the band not the, the djs ba- well, don't get me started because <laughs> they take your food that's, take that's, your food they definitely I've, take your food i've so, gotten yelled at by so many of them and yelled right say, back <laughs> hey bands yeah don't take my food anymore there's, all right <laughs> we know about it trust me we know what cars you drive we watch for you <laughs> there have been a few as mike knows that was there was almost a problem mm-hmm. oh, yeah. mm-hmm. connecticut yeah they, connecticut they, i they remember connecticut <laughs> Oh, you man. can talk about that. Oh, uh, Viennese, Connecticut. The Viennese, they, had a, they almost had a problem with me. But <laughs> so, so you're having all of this time, mm-hmm. right, compressed into these incredibly tense situations. Mm-hmm. And it's their one shot. You know, it's not take two, mm-hmm. cut, yep. you know, come down the aisle again, honey. Or dad, do the speech again. You know, sure. That doesn't happen. So explain to folks what that's like and what it's like to be creative and at the highest level in the most saturated market in the world and deliver the beautiful stuff you're delivering under those conditions. That's not, let's go to the studio and set up a model with some pro photos. Mm-hmm. And a couple it's of, not that at all. So explain what that, what that, how long did it take you to get, I know you assisted for a while, but to where you're like, I can, I, I got this. You know, put me in the army. Put me in coach. I can do it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's definitely hard. It's it's so difficult. I mean, you know, we get our info sometimes, and we look at the day. And we go, oh my god. Mm-hmm. But you kind of just map it out in your head exactly what you're gonna do, and you know, 
be as creative as possible. And that's, that's how I learned to work quickly and, and think fast and know my settings before, you know, right. before the scenario, like the, I'm, I, the one event I can think of is the one we started in the Bronx. We had to go to Manhattan. Then we had to go to Central Park <laughs> and then we had to go to the Swan Club, which the which bridal party and the bride got wasted. Didn't make it to cocktail hour. Yes. Had to be carried. Yeah. That was a fun day. It was. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> like I saw the info for that job and said we need somebody in the car because we're not going to be able to find parking. We all right. carpooled. So like, and when you saw my name on the job sheet, did you know that Russ was, can't drive? I'm yeah, driving. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we let this guy, if we let this guy behind the wheel, we might, somebody might take him. <laughs> you need a bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, that particular day, Ed, Eddie, my fiance, <laughs> sat in the car. He, his butt was in the seat for nine and a half hours. Before we got to the venue, yeah, he was car sitting. So when people uh, wonder whether wedding photography and wedding videography co costs what it should cost, <laughs> it's like, all right, do all of that, right? Yep. Physically do all mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. And be a creative artist knowing how to control light with aperture, shutter, ISO, uh, 16 different lenses, two different cameras, mm -hmm. yep. four different... 17 different lighting situations and a venue that says you can't shoot there uh shoot in the closet because mm -hmm. yep. six other brides are coming through here and we and there's, there's so many things that go yeah. on that we have to control and be personable yeah 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 and be fun and peppy and bubbly right it's, is, hey, it, happy wedding day. is it weird that i like it so yeah, he. You're. Yeah, you're he's a, a freak. You're he's a, a freak. Unicorn. I, don't <laughs> I mean, there's some events that are like, holy shit! Like, I don't ever want to do it again. Her and I shot one together yeah. in Jersey. Oh. Never again. It yeah. was 13 and a half hours, and when I tell you the family portraits were two hours long. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Never again. I was dead. Like yeah. I was like, never again. Yeah. But like, I love the challenge of like, all right, you're with the groom here 30 minutes. You're with the bride for an hour and a half. Church. Stop in here. Go there. Do this. This. I like planning it okay yeah it's mm -hmm. it takes a special head yeah. to do mm -hmm. that i like it. i like talking i'm like okay let's talk about this together right but you can have this day at 12 hours and feel very rushed and mm -hmm. uncomplete and not get exactly everything you're looking for or you can do it in 14 hours mm -hmm. i know it sounds scary <laughs> it sounds very <laughs> scary but you do it this way it's going to cost you a lot more money but in the end you're going to get what you want and it's going to be easier on all of us mm -hmm. not just you but me and that's going to provide better, more artistic photos for you, mm -hmm. right? You know? you know what I, you know what what I the, the only part about it I like that that I find uh, challenging, aside from finding that theme that I'm looking for creatively in the framing of what I'm trying to do, and it's rare that I get that the way I want it. But what I like is because I've worked with photographers who again came from other mm -hmm. uh, disciplines of mm -hmm. photography, and they don't have the internal clock. Mm -hmm. And there's an internal clock you develop doing this for so many years. Yep. I've done it for 20, 25 years or whatever it is. <laughs> there, you're like, okay, I'm at the bride's house. I'm at the groom's thing. I have 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And in that 10 minutes, I know that I have, I'm shooting details of uh, cuff lengths or shoot. I know I got three minutes worth of that. Yep. Done. Got to get it. I'm done in that. We're not playing. We're not lingering around playing mm -hmm. with this. There's no lingering around. Because now I got to yeah. get uh, the girls in their robes, mm -hmm. and that's five minutes. Yep. And and you have this internal clock of what, how long you know mm -hmm. each thing takes, because you know where you got to go next. Yep. 
<laughs> am I going to be able to park there? Where's the entranceway? Mm-hmm. What equipment do I have to bring in? What do I have to set up? What do I have to do for you guys? It's flashes. For me, it's microphones mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. So you have this all this like internal clock laid out yeah. to know what you have to do. Yep. I find that stressful, but entertaining to yeah. myself when I'm on a job. Oh, I like, love it. Yeah. And I'm like... But then I can make this happen. Then there's scenarios where you have to just throw that clock out the window. <laughs> you absolutely do. Because yeah. the bride doesn't like her hair and it's going to be redone uh, now. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. there was a wedding that we that did so where true. it was, I mean, it was two and a half hours of the bride getting her hair done. And we had to cut out going to a location because yeah. her hair was fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, was... Glad you like your hair. Right. You have less pictures now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my hair is fire. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm about to burn your fucking hair. Let's go. <laughs> so you know, there's like a give and take with it too. You know, you have to know when to push and when to let it go. And yeah, and and you're dealing. You're trying to be cooperative with other vendors. When yeah. you show up at a bride's yeah. house in, uh, in Queens, mm-hmm. and uh, and you look at the job sheet, and you just know just where you're going and what you're doing that this is not going to first of all it's not going to start on time and it's probably going to be about an hour longer yep. than you think yep. for sure uh, and the hairdressers you know and typically and I love the hairdressers I love you guys I love makeup people mm-hmm. and hairdressers I'll just use that I'll use that as a <laughs> I love you all but typically you know you guys just you're artists as well and you're you really you take your time sometimes you know and some I, do. See, that I, clock in the head goes say, right out the way. Some are very conscious, I, I'm though. Starting, some are very yeah, conscious, I'm yes. starting to notice the ones who really do it for weddings specifically right. versus right. they do makeup. Yes. And they work, you know. Again. And that's why we asked beforehand, too. Who's your makeup artist? Yeah. Who's your hairstylist? Mm-hmm. And you see, like, oh, uh, Christiane Cosmetics. Oh, yeah, she's freaking awesome. Yeah. Right. We're going to be great. We're going to be on time right. for sure. I think it's going to be perfect. Then you hear, oh, oh my hairstyles. At Haley Jones Hair yeah. Updos slash yeah. PartyTime.com. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Um, yeah. could be a I think we need a half hour buffer, guys, yeah, just yeah. in case. Yeah. Let's buffer this Tell a little bit. Tell them you need to be ready by 12 right. when you really need to be ready and, by 1. And, and, and yeah. again, that goes to the gig-specific mm-hmm. technique. This is a very specific craft, <clears throat> yeah. event work. And people in all the disciplines of that have to be versed in that. Absolutely. But, you, know, yeah. you don't want... It's like, well, my cousin's a DJ. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, my brother's going to DJ. He's going to those... run the party, you know? <laughs> and yeah. you know it's going to be yeah. a mess when you get there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, give it up for the groom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the horn. I can't stand the horn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good times that we had. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, And it goes the same for photographers and videographers. There are videographers yeah. that we work with, especially the younger guys who started with the DSLR craze, mm-hmm. who are multi-camera guys, and there's 17 fucking video guys coming in there, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and they think they're shooting a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the the, the gimbals and the steady mm-hmm. cams and the cranes, and the, but guys... You know, mm-hmm. I I always I was I tell you guys all the time, and I wonder how you feel about this as photographers because you're much more involved directly with actually dealing with the client than I would want to be. But I learned number one, shoot everything they pay for. That's rule number one. But yes. be, yep. beyond mm-hmm. that, you should, the room should be more empty with me in it. That's how I look at my job. I'm a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I'm documenting the truth in an artistic way, but you shouldn't worry about me you shouldn't be thinking about me if i'm pulling you out like the photographer Mm -hmm. and i'm setting up i want to set up this shot and i want to do a spin Mm -hmm. around and i want to do fly my fucking drone over your head (laughs) i mean i think 
I think it takes away from the sanctity and the beauty of their day. Mm-hmm. I should be documenting the day. <clears throat> and there's a whole wave of sort mm-hmm. of wedding cinematographers, and they create beautiful work. Don't get they me do. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's a way to still do it like yeah, that yes. and still there is yeah and you got to know yeah. how to do that yeah that's why i try to help you guys i don't know if you if you if i if it works for you what how i work yeah but generally like i want to set up shots for video mm-hmm. like i want to know the shot that i'm creating is for video as well where it's like you know what wrap your arms around her waist that's not for me i don't care about that right that's for you guys because i know in the end that's where the action is going to be like give me a shot where you're yelling and laughing and screaming like yeah that's a great moment for me to capture but in the end the video is going to see that and i want yeah, that to I mean, be for you without having you to have to worry about time for yourself yeah. right we do it in tandem yeah. right and again it's, and that's it's, the goal. it's knowing the gig that's 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 the biggest gripe i have with events is mm-hmm. and that's why i like to work that's why i love working with you guys i love working with all the people we work with is you know you know there's a shorthand. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the job. Everybody knows the clock. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what we're trying to achieve and, and what each guy's got to get to make it work. And that, that's, that's my biggest thing with, yeah. with events. Is, <laughs> is, you know, yeah. I, I, I want to be removed and, and, and not bother anybody. So well, that's how we should be. We should <laughs> be <too>. documented. <laughs> you know, that's it. Like, you know, it, like sometimes, you know, obviously I like to talk. You could tell, obviously, from here. But, you know, it's about also being not hurt at all like just letting it happen mm-hmm. on its own the whole thing and i tell them like listen i gotta do what i gotta do to get you what you need to get they're in a party you're not even gonna talk to me mm-hmm. we're not talking unless you want something in particular i'll bring it to you whether it's a group or something like that but always i'm capturing this as candidly as i can and i want your wedding day to be that way as well like yeah i might direct you but in the end you're gonna make it feel natural and candid and organic on your own be yourselves I can't make you be funny. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I can't be that for you. Like, I can do it to influence it, but in the end, you have to be yourself. And that's how you get these natural, candid moments. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're never going to get it if you want me to do all the work for you. Right, right. But in the end, I don't want to be there the whole time. I want to be back. Getting ready, very straightforward. It's very candid, the whole getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. The church, you're not doing anything. Ceremony, you're not saying a word. You're not even seen half the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where you got to be. When you're running portraits, you're heard. Right. Why is the rest of it? You're not hurt at all. You don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to be the fly on the wall. And the other thing we've dealt with, uh, having done it for so long, is we literally, like someone, you know, I'm not religious at all. I have no, I'm not, I got my own theories on how life works, but, <laughs> but I have literally. For the next podcast. Yeah, exactly. But I've literally <laughs> been in more houses of worship of every possible kind mm-hmm. than anybody else in my circle of life <laughs> other than you guys. Yeah. We have literally shot every possible Everything. thing mm-hmm. you can think of. Greek Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, Korean, yep. Japanese, Chinese, Indian, uh, uh, Pakistani, mm-hmm. uh, Jewish, Orthodox Jewish. Ethiopian one time. Yeah, there you go. I mean, every possible denomination of ca- yeah. Christian Catholic. I mean, only I've never done is anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'd be awesome, though. Be, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be there for the after party, yeah. for the anarchist wedding. You know, Only just documentary style, right? I haven't yeah. done Wiccan either. Yeah, I haven't done Pagans. Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. been out in the woods and done, done Covens. I Although, I, no, I have done a wedding in the woods, but it wasn't Pagan. Yeah, no, I haven't done that. But we have... We've been everywhere. We yeah. literally have been everywhere and can be in any situation and understand the rituals 
of every one of those yeah, situations. Yeah, that's another important which thing. Which is very yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about that a little bit. You know, just walking sure. into a situation knowing yeah. what's what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, well, the Catholic Church is the easiest one. Don't you dare step on that altar. Don't you dare. Oh, and yeah. some of them, don't you ever walk in front of the priest between the bride and oh, the groom the, or the bride coming down the aisle and the priest. The cross turns upside down if you go on the altar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I in, mean, in Orthodox Jewish situations, don't yeah. touch anybody. Don't be touching. Yeah, don't. Very well, women. for me especially, yeah, yeah, you, yeah don't, don't don't touch the men. Yeah, <laughs> and we can't touch the women. And it's it's because yeah. sure. a lot of times you're like, uh, hun, could you? Yeah. You know, you can't. You, mean, yeah. you just have to know these things. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like that helps you too when you're trying to book an event for yourself, mm-hmm. where you know you're talking to somebody and you're like, okay, you know, where's your event taking place? They tell you, I'm in Bethel of Cedarhurst. You know, right off the bat, it's probably gonna be an Orthodox event, mm-hmm. right? You know, going into it, be like, is there a Titian bedecking? Right. Someone who just gets in the industry, they have no idea. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I take amazing photos. They have no idea what a Titian bedecking is. They don't know anything about these terms at all. Right. And they're not going to know how to capture that event one bit. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's great to have that advantage and that knowledge of people, too, to know these things. Yeah. Right. And that's Especially the only way for something like that. Right. Like, yeah, the five sure. towns, a Titian bedecking, it's yeah. like a mosh pit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to be prepared to battle yeah. your way in. And, yeah, and we're talking about, in this particular case, we're orthodox. talking about Orthodox yeah. Jewish. Yes. And Titian bedecking is where the uh, the bride and the groom are separated before mm-hmm. the ceremony. And there's a, a ceremony yeah. where the men are, they're kind of... They're praying. They praying. Yep, they pray. The ketubah is signed, which is a wedding contract, yep. mm-hmm. and it's brought into the bride. They she, dance the groom in. They dance yep, in, she, and then yep. they, he, and veils, he veils her. He yes. veils her yeah, and, uh, to make sure he's marrying. But that's a very marry. specific thing to yeah. know. Yes. Yep. And uh, Indian ceremonies have uh, similar things where mm-hmm. the groom comes in. I, I did one where... It depends on what neighborhood you're in. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he comes in on a horse. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes a Ferrari. Sometimes a Ferrari. Sometimes yeah. they walk. Sometimes down. both. We had that over I the did summer. One in Central Park, <laughs> where he came in on an elephant. That's oh, amazing. Oh wow, I and haven't I, seen that. And I thought to myself, yeah, I think uh, M Night Shyamalan was at that wedding. Yeah. But that's I thought amazing. to myself, I said, first of all, where do you get an elephant? Yeah. Do you have to wait for the <laughs> the, the the circus to come into town and you rent them? The I mean, circus doesn't have yeah, them anymore. Yeah, they don't even have. They don't have them in circuses. Well, this was a while they don't have. Yeah. This was a while ago. They don't have them in zoos. That's how old I am. The elephant was actually part of the wedding. But I mean, these are the kind of things. It was a woolly mammoth. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's, that's how fucking old I am. There was fucking T Rex came in. Um, so yeah, so so when when people are 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 looking at the cost, which sometimes is prohibitive for for events and mm-hmm. weddings, mm-hmm. these are, this is what you're paying for. You're paying Absolutely. for the expertise, the the tact. Mm-hmm. And the artistry to know how to do that, how to manage that, so that at the end of that day, that was 12, 13 hours long, mm-hmm. yep. where my ribs are screaming, mm-hmm. my back is screaming. Yeah, back, knees, And then, you arms. know, and that's Friday. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Saturday, that's Friday. Sunday. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and three, 14 hours. Especially day. if you're thinking about an Indian event. You're oh, talking about yeah. a three-day event itself. Uh, yeah. Yes. From henna party to pre-ceremonial party. To the party party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, we didn't. We, you didn't do that one with me uh, two years ago. With yeah. Ju- you you did the July. I did one? the I did one of the days because I, I wasn't available the second. Yeah, day. I did the three. The, yeah, the, you the did three days. That was when that was when your feet melted to the floor, yeah. right? Because yeah. it was one hundred five degrees. Yeah. One hundred five degrees. Yeah. And it was the first one was down on the uh, the, the pier. pier. The pier. The pier yeah. Chelsea did, Piers, yeah. yeah. Cipriani's was yeah. the other one. And it was, yeah, he was on a horse, and then she came in on a Ferrari. Or that was brutal. Yeah, that was that was a tough. But yeah, I mean, thankfully that's, I wasn't there. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that we do. All right, so that, that's the that's the event stuff. Um, let's just talk about your careers in general. Are there? Because I want to pull some of these into the thing when I cut this together. Mm-hmm. Are there shots that you remember that you have that are your were your favorites? Where you're like, 
fuck, I nearly nailed that. I got that light. I did this. I mean, who wants to go? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I had one. It was uh, May, probably about two years ago. And it was, uh, it, w- it was an important wedding for me. It was someone who I really, really liked. And I knew if I did a great job, it would be really good for the company I worked for, where it would bring them a lot of business. So I knew I had to be on my game, which I, I always want to be on my game, but I'm, yeah. I got to hit these marks. She had a very rough day. I mean, I was her psychiatrist for sure. And I remember we got to the venue. It was very humid out, but it was nice still. All of a sudden, it got black. I'm like, oh, shit. <sighs> I come in the building. I think you might not have been in the event, but I got in the building. All of a sudden, downpour, mm-hmm. literally downpour. I'm like, I got an idea. I'm like, just stay right there. I, I tell my assistant, you know, grab me this strobe, grab me two strobes. Let's go real quick. I said, one strobe on the front with, you know, like the flap up, which I never use the flap up. I'm like, let me use the flap up. <laughs> it's like a little bounce. Yeah, yeah a little bouncy card. card. Yeah. I'm like, let me use the flap up, which I never do anymore. Like, that was when I first started. I used the flap up in the reception room. I'm like, let me do the flap up. I'm like, I need a soft light, but enough light. Then I put my, my flesh outside in a pouring rain, full power. I broke the flash. The flash broke. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but I got this shot where it was literally them, like, no snow, <laughs> smiling, holding each other, backlit. Rain. Where rain was just pouring on. You have no idea where they are. Right. And so I was like, where was that shot taken? I'm like, the inn at New Hyde Park. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, See? And nice. that's the other thing. The, the equipment we, we spend money on. Yeah. yeah. You sacrificed that That was flash. a $600 yeah. loss. Yeah. But it was worth it. Yeah. Right. It was worth it for that one picture because you know what? Whatever, it, I don't care in the end of the day. I got that shot. That's still her profile picture. That's a picture she shared on her anniversary God, every I know you're talking single about. year. <laughs> right, right. And like that was a money shot. Like, and I, was, was on, money. I was on a job with you one time. We, we worked this one venue that's a very popular uh, wedding venue out here called the Crest Hollow Country Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, very popular. And... It, there's, I mean, there's just so many places you can shoot in these things that are the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's the one spot that you never get, and we shot a winter one. There was like oh, the driveway. I, I just got that. I know. I think I was with you on that one. Yeah. Too. See, oh yeah, yeah. And it was a, a driveway shot that yeah. nobody got, and you were the fr- and for that it, because it was it was empty. We were the only job. There was there. No, yeah. no other weddings there that day. And we managed to get this shot, and uh, and that became it's, kind of their. It's calling. literally it's like the their money shot. Now, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a famous picture for them. It's their money shot. Yeah, yeah. everyone wants yeah. it, and, and very very few people can. You can't get it. Get it. <laughs> everyone can't have it. Yeah, it yeah. was that, and I have one more too at the Plaza Hotel. I did this amazing room shot at the Plaza Hotel. I did like I know a super that. slow shutter speed. I'm like, I got, I did like F24, whatever <laughs> it was. It was like crazy. And it actually got published in one of the magazines. Wow. And I was like, all right, awesome. And I was like a baby when I did that. Well, not baby. I mean, I'm, I like, think I was probably on that job with you. Yeah. You were. You were. Yeah. You, you and John Harrison. That's yes. exactly who it was. Yep. Yep. And I remember <laughs> taking that room shot. I was telling him, like, can everyone get the fuck out of my room? I'm doing a slow shutter speed. And like, it's like a six second slut- uh, slutter. A six second slutter. <laughs> a six second shutter. And I, I'm like, damn, I'm like that. So just so good. to explain, the slow shutter is when you're, you're, you're leaving that shutter open for a mm. long time Get all to the expose light all the light, but any movement in there is going to cause motion. Yeah, error. exactly. Yeah. So you want, because basically your goal, shoot like a room shot, is your ISO to the floor as low as you can get it, which is the ASA ISO. Right. 100, maybe even lower if you can get it lower. And sharp as can be with the F-stop up, and you got to drop that shutter to the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like those are like three shots that always stick out to me. All right. Like that I feel like. Yeah, I hit that. How about you? Any <laughs> naked ladies? Anything? Oh, I'll just—I always go there. But yeah, no. what, what, you, what? What's your? What are some of the ones that, that you took that you're proud of? I mean, relating to event photography, there was there was this one couple where you know I I love the snow, um, <laughs> and it was 
it was snowing on their wedding day and they didn't want to go outside because they didn't you know they didn't want to get their hair wet and i was like i'm gonna make you go outside during the reception i'm like i, I usually for you know, couples i'll say do you want to go out for night shots no by the way okay. when i'm working with you on those i, I don't want to go outside i know i know <laughs> you make me go yeah, outside that's why you go to, you go to the couple and you go you don't want to go <laughs> outside what? right is it where no, i right? pray for rain and snow <laughs> yeah, at yeah. Nighttime, but <laughs> i'm like son of a bitch you're gonna make me go out yeah <laughs> so like, the, let's hope it rains this particular call like it was those fat you know, snowflakes yeah, falling. big chunks. And, I, you know, at one point the groom, he's, he, he didn't know I was there. And I heard him go, we got to hide from Melissa before she sees these snowflakes. And, <laughs> and I was right there. And he went, ah, damn it. Um, so I let you know, let them have their reception. And it was like my time to leave. It was before, like, I had Was this I, the flower fields? Yes. Oh, I was yeah, on this a job. great yeah. shot. I was on I It was like shot. a half an hour before the party ended. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I get this shot. And I like stalked them around. I was like, I don't do this to anybody. You have to come outside. We have to do this shot. And it, you know, it came out gorgeous again because the, the the weather helped it. Right. Um. You know. That was stunning. backlighting. Yeah. The, yeah, the snowflakes. Like it, it. It was beautiful. And it. That was their thank you card. That was their blow up sure. picture. You know. They mm -hmm. were like, okay, we understand right. now. So yeah. it was like a, a partially. I love the image, the but worth. it was also like the worth of getting them to appreciate it too. Right. And this is what this was. This is what people should understand too about your wedding vendors, your wedding <clears throat> photographers, your artists that are working with you, they're artists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, see, I wasn't the artist. Mm -hmm. I think I left. I was like, oh, are you going to go outside? Because I, well, I, I stayed. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to regret it. I'm going to be pissed. But you did shoot the snow. You I went did, and shot the I snow. Shot, <laughs> I shot it, but I had, had enough of the snow. <laughs> but you, as an artist, it wasn't just a job. Yeah. It was like, I, there's something I needed here. that. I got to get this. Mm -hmm. I know it's there. Um, and you went out and mm -hmm. got it. And again... Uh, both time, but in, in two of those examples, it's backlight. Yes. Yes. It's 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 it's, it's, it's such an important thing in both. In, yes. But it's it's something about creating texture and depth mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. by using the light and controlling light from yeah. behind to frame your, mm -hmm. your subject and and the environment that you're in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk a little bit about what you do now. Uh, the, some of the boudoir stuff you do. First of all. Why'd you get into doing that? And boudoir, basically, for it is what what it sounds like. It's um, it's it's, it's lingerie. lingerie shots, yeah. and and, uh, and what what are people getting them for? Is are they like gifts for the fiance, or is it just for their own? It's it's honestly, I mean, even if they're like, oh, I want to do it for my husband, it ends up being more for them hmm. than anything else. It's kind of um, it's an empowering thing. So you know. We're let's go with that. Yeah, we're we're constantly yeah, <laughs> we're constantly you know throwing it you know the, all these magazines. They're starting to deviate a little bit from it. Like I just saw Victoria's Secret um, has plus size models now, and okay. which is they never had that. Right. Um, but you know we're constantly like beauty products, hair products. Like it's you know it's always like this. You never look good enough. You always have to fix yourself. You need to work out. You need to eat healthy, which you should, but um, to some degree. Drink your water. Yeah, drink your water. <laughs> um, you know, it's constantly thrown in our face, so it's nice to have these women, as they are, do these shoots and feel good about themselves sure. as they are. You know, one of my favorite ones I did recently was um, a mother of two. And, she, you know, they were planning on having another child, and she's like, I'd like to do a shoot, you know. She's like, my husband says I'm sexy. You know, I, you, know you don't always feel sexy. She's a nurse. You know, she works, you know, in scrubs all the time. Right. So... You know, she did the shoot and she was just like, it was for him, but I feel so good. It made me feel so good. And that's why I started to really pursue it. Right. Um, 
just because of what it does, you know, to the self-esteem. Like, right. And the, as far as the craft of it, is there, a, <clears throat> is there a particular kind of etiquette you're coming in with? Like, how do you approach the whole, do you have a, like a, like a layout on how you want to do it? Or do you just kind of wing it when you get there? Do you help them pick out their thing? It's a, they... Yeah, a combination of everything. Um, I have a guide, you know, to prep them for it. Um, I have I have professional hair and makeup, do their, you know, so, so sure. they, they don't have to worry about that or stress about that. Um, when they come, you know, I have them lay out everything that they brought as far as lingerie. Um, I have a client closet, you know, of, of stuff that I can lend to them, which right. is my shoot that I did yesterday. I ended up having her use a couple of, of the things that I have. Um, They're washed, I assume. Yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, one of them, two of them had the tags on them still. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> you can return them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, just like to, you know, we, we plan it out pretty much on the spot. You know, it depends right. on, you know, and I like to, like, again, yesterday, you know, I started her off in something that was a little bit more covered. It was more like a, a chemise, you know, type thing mm-hmm. where it's basically just like a short dress, right. you know. Um, a chemise. Chemise, yeah. <laughs> and boudoir. That's a great word. Right. Um, I like it. But, uh, you know, it's it's just a matter of, and like, I how would, they feel. I would and, think you can get a little more uh, creative with your your use of lighting and how you do yeah. lighting. It can be a little more noir-y. And yes. And that's why I like it because it's, it's obviously a much slower pace. It's my time. It's in my home studio. Right. So I can control, you know, all of it. Right. And talking about being a therapist and being a, mm-hmm. uh, an advocate for the client, that's a real hand-holding situation because yeah. they're very vulnerable and they're not used to doing that kind yeah. of stuff. Sure. I, mean, yeah. I walk around naked all the time, but not everybody does that. <laughs> I wear a thong on most event jobs, but not everybody does that. Right, exactly. So what, how do you handle that? I mean, you know, exactly that. You know, you walk, walk them through it. and That's why I start with something that's more covered. You know, we started with that, and then I got her in, into, a, like, a bodysuit, and then we got her into, a, like, a bra and okay, panty so it's set. Like a, you break it down. Yeah, you know, and some people don't care. Some it's people like are like, whatever. Portraits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Break it up. And, Break it yeah, up. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, um, you know, just got progressively more comfortable. Like you start to, they as you know, right. the client, they start to feel like okay, it's not as hard, it's not as scary as do I you thought think it was. It's, uh, do you think it's? I mean, obviously, it's to your advantage. <laughs> but do you think it's something easier for you as a female to do? I mean, if Mike and I want to go try that tomorrow, it's it's going to be a more. So, Difficult sell, I think. I'm I'm in a bunch of groups. There's a lot of boudoir shoots. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm in um, a bunch of groups online for boudoir photographers. I invited Mike to one actually, and there's there's um, almost every day where a guy says, you know, do you think I can do it? Do you you know because I'm a guy? And the responses are, you know, like ninety five percent, absolutely you can. You just have to make them feel comfortable. There's ways around it, you know. You just have to be professional. Of course, you're mm. always going to find those the creepy old men that want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of them are wedding photographers. I'll slide not you. No, <laughs> I've, I've done a couple of boudoir shoots on yeah. weddings that on yeah. the day of. I've, yeah, I've had those. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, I I'd never recommend it to anybody. No, it's it's exhausting and it's very yeah. demanding on the body. Like yes. by the end of the shoot yesterday, I was like, "Are you done? You're done, right?" Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, I, I don't want to do this anymore." Even just demonstrating like yeah. some of the positions, sure. like I'm like my back hurts from it. Right, you know, it's right. a lot of exaggerated. Right. You know, you want to accentuate curves and and hide. You know, right. curves. And, <laughs> and you're you're right. I've done. We've done. I've worked with photographers where they wanted boudoir video and and photography mm-hmm. before they're getting ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, 
This day is already tough. Like, yeah. yep. I suggest not doing it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I said to the girl, I'm like, you sure you want to do this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I need like 45 minutes yeah. additional in time at least. She's like, okay, not a problem. And I remember her day was already like a 10-hour day, something like that. So we made like 11. But because the holding the breath and the breathing and the positions, mm-hmm. sucking in, you know, things mm-hmm. like that, like, you know, that stuff takes a toll on the body. Mm-hmm. And she was like sleeping halfway through her reception. Yeah. I remember looking at her. She's at her day. She's on her cell phone looking. I went partying and she's on her phone. I'm like, yeah, right? She's like, I want to go home. She's yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember coming to the studio and telling me, she's like, you were right to not do that the day of. Yeah. It's, that's a whole other yeah. shoot. That's a, that's yeah. a different But she one. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it's uh, and again, you're up against the clock on 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 on, on an event like that. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, and the other thing that you do, do you do this as well? Do you you do infants and stuff too, right? Newborns, yeah. New like newborn, newborns, like, like, like little peanut thing. Yeah, like, like we, I I tried it out. I did not like it. It wasn't for <laughs> yeah. me because they're not they're not talking back to you. <laughs> you know, it, it's they're not laughing at his jokes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really upset. Too much work. <laughs> they look kind of like is him. that is that bad to say? It's, it's too much work. It, it requires. An immense amount of patience. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I did a shoot last, a newborn shoot last week, and I sat with the baby. I sat holding the baby for 45 minutes to an hour before I took a single shot, you know. <sighs> so, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> it's It just, it requires a lot of patience. Wow. And then, okay, you think the baby's sleeping, and then I have, like, a test. I literally, I pick up the arm, and if they tense at all i'm like he's not sleeping i can't i can't put him down yet so it has to be done kind of when they're out cold and yeah that's the easiest bird's nest or whatever you yep. put them in <laughs> a boat <laughs> a boat yeah. a little, little boat <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's you know it's it does require a lot of patience and i i joke around with you know the parents and i say it's, it's like 10 minutes of pictures but like you know 20 minutes of waiting for him to fall asleep wow. and then 10 mm. minutes of pictures and then 20 minutes of waiting it seems to me that would require actually liking children, so I'm off that. <laughs> well, I love children. I do. I, I love babies. I love all of it. I love it. It just, it was too much. Like, it's right. too much. Mm-hmm. Like, the baby's fussy, and I sit around like, oh, man, wasting time over here. Like, now I've gotten, you know, you know I know all the tricks for it because I've, d- I've taken all these courses. and. Um, what, is, what are the tricks? You mean tricks just to get the kid in position or actual photography tricks? No, no, for, to, to handling the baby. Handling the baby, yeah, because um, I would think you know how to shoot the picture. Yeah, yeah, that part, that's the easy part for a yeah. newborn shoot. Um, but, you know, th- swaddling them, how to swaddle a baby. Nobody knows how to swaddle a baby. I, I, I'm teaching the parents during the shoot how to swaddle the baby. That sounds violent. <laughs> <laughs> I shall um, swaddle this child. Crap. Um, you know, holding them posi- in position and, you know, lulling them to sleep. I have a, um, an app on my phone that's white noise to, to calm them. You know, Ooh. it mimics, you next, know, sounds they would hear in the womb. Next time we go to the Bronx and... <laughs> yeah, I'll do that in the car. Play that in the me? car, yeah. <laughs> and, and bring, bring you a heating pad for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a, a space heater. Um, yeah, there's, wow. there's a bunch of tricks. And then like when they're like about to fall asleep, I'll go like this on their face. And that usually gets them to finally like relax their face and you go to sleep. You could do that too. Yeah. You could do that that's, I, All yeah. these things would work for me. <laughs> like, yeah. These are things that all work for adults that, too. Yeah. yeah. That totally works for me. So, so you're going to get to practice. Yeah. In yeah. like two weeks. Two weeks. God willing, two weeks. Hopefully not much longer than that. If it has to be longer, my wife cannot take it much longer. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, if it happens this weekend, cool. Like we're like to wow. that point already. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're going to be a dad and yep. you know, here's the thing about planning a wedding because we all know each other and we've worked with each other for many, many years 
And Mike, was it two years now? You married? Ah, uh, yeah, two years. Two years, November first. Little under two years, yeah. So when Mike got married, I was one of the videographers. There was a whole team mm -hmm. of people, and you you were you were a guest, but you were one of the yeah. But I, you, she you came in a couple hours early. He asked me to and shoot, and I went, love. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to be a guest. But talk yeah. about <laughs> talk about a guy who planned out his day around oh, yeah. where the sun was going to be. Yeah. And November 1st in this area mm -hmm. is the peak moment of the leaves. Yeah. It yeah. used to be earlier, but yeah. now, you know, I guess the ice age is coming yeah. or whatever and, and things are different. <laughs> but he, we worked that event, that venue. Yeah. We followed his plan mm -hmm. to how that backlight was going to... I shot there three weeks in a row before. Three weeks yeah. in a row before yeah. to know... <laughs> Where he wanted to be at what spot? Yeah. Oh my god, I want that event. I want that event. I'm gonna shoot an event. And it was, yeah. and the pictures are, you know, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Was, uh, Eli and uh, Jing and, and some of the other photographers we work with worked on that, and the yeah. videos are great. Melissa, Melissa, yeah. just great stuff. But yeah. that was knowing your, you like going into a new place. That was him knowing the back, like yeah. the back of his hand, knowing yeah. that yeah. venue and where the light would fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty magical to say the least. Mm -hmm. Like the portraits came out. Perfect. Yeah. It couldn't be any happier. The sun like, was, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. beautiful day. We got very lucky because it was raining all week long, yep. and like my wife had a breakdown the Sunday before. Oh. She's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "It's gonna rain on our wedding day." I'm like, "Relax. <laughs> right. We don't know that." <laughs> that Thursday before, it was like a wind tunnel. Right. And then it was great that day. It was like 55, a little breezy. Yeah. But it was comfortable. It was, it was, it was perfect. A great day. We got some great footage. Got some great. Uh, the great next film. day was seventy degrees, but we're not going to talk about that <laughs> that much. But so yeah. let me ask you this question. All right. So going forward, in your careers, I mean, obviously the events. First of all, I'm I'm discovering, and like I, we talked about briefly before, uh, you know, I am in nowhere near the physical condition mm -hmm. that I that I was in when I was doing ninety five jobs a year yeah. and for you know quadruples and triples and i still don't know how you do that i, I mean i i was one of the few doing you know banging out four in a Didn't row i think you were the only i probably was the only <laughs> one but my body took a tremendous yeah. beating and now you know it's mm. after covid and everything it's, it's just not in the physical condition so if we have any kind of schedule like that again sure I'm, oh man i'm gonna yeah. be you're gonna be wheeling me into some of these yeah so we'll be doing these right we'll be doing these events but is there anything you want to do either in that mm. area or in some other type of photography or are there's like do you want to do travel photography you want to do like what do you want to do as an artist with that tool is there something that you dream of doing God bless. well that, that that's why i started doing or focusing more on the boudoir because I, I i want to step away from the event photography for exactly that reason my right. body can't handle it anymore yeah. as i have a you know they say tennis elbow <laughs> right. i'm calling it camera elbow yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> which is picking up the camera you know, on repeat, it's, yeah. and then having not worked and not having that, you know, I guess the muscle memory is not really there anymore. <laughs> right. So, you know, these few events that I did do this last year, I was like, wow, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a thing before. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, instead of, I, I'm, I'm tired of the, uh, the long day. I, I also get what I call a, a wedding hangover the next day where I, I, f I physically feel hungover. It's, you know, yeah, dehydration. Sure. Oh, sure. Again, with the water. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's why I want to move into, I'd like to push more towards, like, the newborns, the families, the boudoir photography. And and is it, aside from the physical <laughs> thing, is it is there, is it artistically satisfying? Is, it, is yeah. there something different about yeah, doing definitely. straight Yeah, definitely. I feel like, uh, you know, in 2019, I had a rough year event-wise, and, you know, that was before the pandemic, um, where I just felt like, I felt, like, beat down, mm -hmm. you know, where 
I was, I felt like I was uh, going against the grain or, you know, swimming, right. trying to swim against the, the current. Right. Whatever metaphor you want. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> any of those metaphors. It wasn't working. You were a salmon. <laughs> yes. Kind of <laughs> yes. Right. And the bride and grooms were the yeah, bears. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I just, I had a really rough year and I was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then having all of 2020 essentially cancel, yeah. I was like. I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm probably one of the few people that's kind of content with not doing that. Like, obviously not financially, right, but sure. I felt like almost like a sense of relief not mm. shooting all those events. So that's when I started to think a little bit more about it. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I think, I think the time has come. All right. So you can segue into a different artistic yeah. expression. And that's always yeah. going to be important to you. It's not just the job. It's that you're expressing yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Exactly. How about you? Is, uh, is there stuff you want to do? I like what I do. You like the events? I like, I like what I do. I love what I do, actually. Um, I don't want to do as much. Is that the word? Actually, I'm content with the amount I do. I just want to do less for others. Does that make sense? You shoot for, more for yourself. Yeah, yeah. just do more for my own business, my own company, and, and really just build some of my own things a little bit more. This way I don't have to rely on somebody for 70 weddings a year. I can rely sure. on myself for... 30 weddings a but year. It's, but it's definitely the I like, stuff. I know? love events. I'm, I I can't see myself not being a wedding photographer anymore. Like, that's who I am. I feel like that I, I'm happy. Dude, that is who you are. Yeah. yeah I've I'm, seen, I'm yeah. happy. I've seen hundreds yeah. of wedding photographers, and you are. You yeah, are. You, you know how to do the day. I'm very happy when I do it. I love doing it. I love the planning process of it. Yeah. And I just love shooting it. I, I really do love my job. I can't. I wouldn't be happier doing anything else. I tried during the pandemic to try something else. I'm like, oh, I could do sales for anything, which I can. Yeah. It sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucked. I'm like, this is boring. I'm yeah. like, this isn't fun. I'd rather talk to somebody about their wedding. And I call myself at work talking to people about weddings. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know. And I said, you know what? I'm like, this isn't for me. I'm like, let me get back into what I know better. And, you know, we have a pandemic. Let me shift to what I can do and how I can build myself. Mm-hmm. And it's been on a great track so far. I mean, I have a lot of my own weddings booked for next year, which is awesome. I'm still going to work for other people because, you know, money's that's, money. That's part of the deal. But the goal is in the end to be 50-something years old and just be for me and nobody right. else. Mm-hmm. And that is really where I want to be, yeah. where I don't have to pick up a camera at 55, 60 anymore because I'm kind of right. good where I'm at. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, well, I, yeah. just hitting 50 myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's probably not realistic. My body is telling me, uh, but yeah. listen to Mike because you're not going to be able to do it much longer yeah i have put myself the bull that i was i put myself to 60 years old 20 weddings max a year at that point is where i want to be and family portraits i can shoot family portraits like all day long right easy and at that point you should you you should be at at the place where you're you're just like uh bobby set up two pro photos over there yeah exactly uh, i'm gonna look at this shot yeah you know yeah where you're not lifting and carrying because that's the other thing we do Mm -hmm. is this is a physical gig, yeah. and to do that for that long yeah. is, is hard to do, and it yeah, just my, takes away from... camera bag weighs almost as much as me. Yeah, and for <laughs> me, I, I'm sure it doesn't do this as much to you guys, but it, for me, it it really becomes a struggle to remain an artist. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you're, you're like, oh, let me just get this, let me just get the shot, mm-hmm. sure. and rather than get the shot. Mm-hmm. You're like, sure. please, God, make it stop. Yeah. Make the pain stop. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'd like to get to a place where yeah. I'm not thinking along those lines. Either. Sure. I don't know if I'll get there, but we'll I, I do want to also get like the teaching aspect of it. 
Like, okay. I love that. Like, I would want to get into teaching people how to become photographers and how to do this because when I was trained from others, I didn't learn from people really. Like I said, I learned what not to do. Right. I learned from YouTube. That's like yeah. really where I learned a lot what I do and how to shoot things and how to shoot them properly. Right. But you also, if I can say this, because uh, I know you, you, you had an eye and an instinct on composition. Like, in mm -hmm. other words, you can learn that. Somebody can tell you how to, what a good frame looks yeah, like. Yeah, but mm -hmm. if you don't see it, you don't but see it. But you see it. You saw yeah. it right away. That's why you accelerated so mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah. You, you, if you, you see, you see it. And you understood when you were told what light effects mm -hmm. were. You, you picked Absolutely. it up and grabbed yeah. it. And it's very, very fast. Yeah, I remember a good friend of yours, Dan Brennan, one wedding. It was a wedding at a temple, and I was just assisting. And I'm shooting something. He's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just taking a picture of it. He's like, stop taking pictures and start making art. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm yeah. like, and you know, those things resonated with me over the years, and they <laughs> stuck with me. Yeah. And you know, like you and him have like huge effects on my life, like you know, for real. Like honestly, like if it wasn't for you and him, I don't know where, if I'd be where I'm at right now. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, but very, very honest about it because you know I appreciate the people who told me a lot. Melissa as well. If it wasn't for Melissa. I probably wouldn't have made certain steps in my photography either. Like she's like, shoot raw. Why are you not shooting raw? I'm like, it's a lot of work. The first job yeah. we ever worked together, I think. Yeah, it's a lot of work to edit that later on. She's like, no. She's like, do it. And you know what? It brought my photography to another level because I was able to manipulate much better my photos. Sure. Yeah. Raw basically means uh, it, it, digital negative. It, it's not compressed. It's not a yeah. compressed image. Yeah. It's a digital negative, and you have a lot more latitude to fix things later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even not just fix it, but be more creative be with more it creative. too. Yeah. Where you can right. do these great little techniques where yeah. you're doing a certain type of editing style. Right. Once you start shooting JPEG and smaller, you're trapped. Things are baked in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're trapped in that, and you can't get out of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, the first couple of years was all JPEG. I'm like, oh, <laughs> two, three years, yeah, JPEG, JPEG, JPEG. It's like, no, what are you doing, raw? Right. I think like, I converted the whole the whole studio that we uh, shoot for to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. They, which caused problems actually. I'm sure it did. Yeah, well, <laughs> it did I, cause problems. Because then we, it would take us four weeks to get a wedding in. I, I helped. I helped convert that same studio to understanding uh, using uh, when the DSLR things came in yeah. to understanding depth of field. Mm -hmm. Yes. In video, like the, you know, if you want it to look like a movie, you have certain things you have to do. There's certain yeah. things you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Things equipment you have to have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we 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 helped push the industry forward. I think and. Uh, and I'm I'm proud of the the, the work we do. I, uh, it's hard yeah. work. Yeah, it's definitely it's, hard, it's work. hard work. It's hard work, but I'm I'm proud to do it. And, it is very gratifying, though. Yeah, especially when you talk to the couples afterwards, and yeah, you yeah. know, you hear it from them. And there are moments in these in all these events where, if you catch yourself uh, hooking into the truth of the day when it's not just a gig, mm -hmm. when. You know, for me, I'll give you an example. In video, if, if I I'll, I have to mic the groom, or I'll so I can hear what he's saying, <laughs> or peeing, or, or peeing. peeing. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, always peeing. As soon as I put the mic on, he goes and pees. Yeah. I gotta cut that channel out. But there's moments, touch of a hand, and that one word that nobody else in the mm -hmm. room can hear. Yep. But mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And her, and it's like wow, and, and it's the same when you see that picture. Yeah. That's like. Off, off in the corner, or the or the truthful moment between the portrait that you can capture that nobody else captures. Mm -hmm. This, yeah. nobody else gets to see that. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, uh, people ask me um, to be a guest, like a like a uh, a guest at their wedding, and it's like yeah, uh, like me. Yeah. Well, all right. And it's <laughs> like I'd rather shoot it. Yeah. 
uh, number one, I'm a terrible... I'm oh. making you a guest. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> get married. I want to hang out with you. No, that's cool. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's going to be something like this, except without this. <laughs> but uh, first of all, I'm a terrible guest because it's like being a, 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 an actor in, a, in, a, in an audience at a show or a football Critiquing. player. Yes, you don't have to act On the sidelines and you're just like, you know, you want to do something about mm-hmm. it. But you also have the best seat in the house. We have the best seat in the yeah. house for Absolutely. every moment yeah. of the thing. And we kind of guide the day, so yeah. I mean, that's the coolest yeah. part of the gig is is we we're kind of the captain of the ship yeah. all the way through. Um, I love being bodyguard too. Yeah, that's always fun. It's like an annoying aunt or uncle. That's yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Them I need them. Me. I need them. Yep. And what do you want to do? Do you need to go somewhere? Right. Are you okay? <laughs> and and I see there's things you do like about it. That's yeah, why I definitely think you're definitely. gonna miss it a little bit if you're not doing it. Yeah, that's why but you, I definitely want to do it less. You got to keep your toes in there a little bit because <laughs> you're too good to not do it. That's my personal opinion. You're too good not right, to so be. I'll be involved your second then. That sounds great to me. I love that. <laughs> there you go. A team is made, right? I love it. Good thing we didn't start our company together that we were talking about starting for years. because <laughs> yeah. then you'd leave me to dust. <laughs> well, let's, before we finish up because we're just about done, uh, uh, let's let's talk about that for a second. Where do is they where do they find you and where do they find you so what, what is your where do we find melissa mine's just uh on instagram i'm just boudoir by melissa m okay and uh just my website's melissamiracolo.com okay and i'm michael john photography on instagram very straightforward michael john i think right. it's underscore photography okay. <laughs> um, website is under construction currently <laughs> i'm revamping at this point right because I'm really building a lot of content right now, and I want to be very picky about what I put on my website. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm, that's actually in the process of being should. built. Yeah. So that should be up and running, hopefully, like maybe like May or June. And we're both associated with a studio. We should give them a shout-out. Yep. Uh, Glen- Glenmar Studio. Yep. Glenmar Studio. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. So absolutely a huge shout-out to Glenmar. Yeah. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know you guys. So. That's right. Yeah. And don't you, aren't you part of another team or something? Isn't there? Monarch, yeah. Monarch photography. That's right. where I do all the newborn photography, um, families, and right. weddings. You know, okay. Personal weddings. So Monarch Photography New York. At, mm-hmm. That's at Instagram. And okay. Monarch Photographer New York. Our website is currently under construction, yeah, too. I'm a lot of construction going on. Yeah. 2020 that's was a lot the, of content. That's what the winter's for, yeah. That's right. You know, you'd be surprised that a COVID year, I had so many yeah. more shoots happen that I normally mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened. I have so much content I haven't even been able to put out yet. And it's like, right. I just don't have the time for it. Mm-hmm. Baby on the way. Yeah. Well, Work yeah. gets backed up. Yeah. There's upswing again. It's well, like, well, oh, the one crap. thing this has done and what it did for you for the boudoir and what it did for you for focusing more on your own stuff. And like Ed, my, my producer over here, what we, what I did realizing that live streaming was going to be a thing. And you, yep. know, mm-hmm. you found different ways to do the, mm-hmm. the job. Because people still want to get yeah. their stuff done. Absolutely. Yeah. They still want their event recorded. They yeah. still want their live theater shot. They still want their their wedding shot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's no audience. There's no crowd. There's no yeah. grandma. Somebody's got to see it. So we had to stream it yep. differently. We yeah. had to get the equipment to do that stuff. And you refocused yeah. your whole mm-hmm. thing, right? You I changed. did the, uh, the porch pictures, too, when everyone was, like, really on lockdown. Yeah, I went to people's houses yeah. and did family pictures. I stood in the street with my telephoto lens and <laughs> and I, I actually I haven't I still haven't done it. We're all coming on a year now. Um but whatever I, I it was free and I asked that for a donation and I still what I, my plan was to purchase gift cards for restaurants, local restaurants, and then give those gift cards to nurses. Okay. So, which I still, I haven't done it yet because I've been so busy. Yeah. I have literally. That was a thing, porch porch shooting. Yeah. Like the drive-by weddings. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 
that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I ended up doing a lot of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so so last thing, um, for somebody who uh, <laughs> I already had my answer. It was somebody who was looking to do this. I'd be like, don't, 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 buy buy stock in right. Tylenol. <laughs> uh, but for somebody who wants to be or for, cryptocurrency yeah, or, yeah crypto <laughs> go crypto <laughs> All right. for somebody who wants to be a photographer uh, whatever discipline of photography event is mm-hmm. we've described that we've laid yeah. out pretty mm-hmm. much how that works to a detail that probably people don't even never realize so they get that part but to be a photographer what do you need what do you need to have inside you what do you what are the what should you do how should you go about it Okay. Because you guys came from two different angles. Yeah. I mean, I would say just do it. Go out there and do it and put yourself out there and learn, learn, learn. Mm -hmm. Watch YouTube videos. Watch. If you want to work, if you want to learn event photography, go assist somebody. Yeah. Become an assistant because everyone needs an assistant out there. Are you going to make a lot of money? No. But you're going to get a crap ton of knowledge. Mm Mm-hmm. And that knowledge is going to be able to get you to understand how wedding works, if you want to be a wedding photographer per se, and understand the process of this shooting an event. If events aren't for you, still learn. Learning is everything. But make sure if you're going to buy something, buy something decent that I feel like is you know, a good way to put it out there. Don't buy just a piece of crap camera, in my personal opinion. You want to start with something that's pretty decent. And if you're buying, I say go mirrorless. Yeah. yeah, that's the new thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's that means the uh, the the camera doesn't have a, a mechanical shutter anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a it's, it's, no it's the new way of the world, and people are still fighting yeah. that the change that's happening. I pioneered it. Yeah, yeah. You know, people can yeah. fight all they want, but honestly, in a couple of years, DSLR is going to be obsolete, yeah. and these mirrorlesses are taking over, and they are amazing. Yeah, they are. it allows you to see what's really going on out there. Does it make people not know how to control shutters and apertures? Maybe. <laughs> But in the end, you can still see where you're actually shooting. Yeah. Like, okay, I got it. Right. My settings are correct. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot that. Right. So you're thinking yeah. apprenticeship is the way to go. Sure. Get under somebody's wing. But to learn the basics of photography, shutter, aperture, ISO. Uh, go watch some videos. Just, get yeah. some workshops in your... Yeah, yeah. they're free. YouTube's yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Google University. Yeah. 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 And piggybacking on that... Don't pay for college for it. <laughs> <laughs> you're still paying for it, right? I'm still paying. Yeah. I borrowed, uh, I don't know, 50, 50 grand, and I'm going to have paid back, you know, 150 grand. Yeah, so, right, right, right. <laughs> don't pay for college for that. You don't need school to be a photographer. <laughs> no, you definitely do not. Yeah. I'm happy I did it. I love the experience. I got some really good friends but out of it. But school won't hurt if you want to go to school for business right, to become yeah, a photographer. Right. Okay. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Business is business no matter what. Learning how to work social media is so important. Yeah. Just learning how to run a business in general, how to manage money. Mm-hmm. There's these things that you can't learn just from watching a video. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you do need some little bit background to, you know, run your own business. But if you just want to be a photographer, you can learn and be an apprentice. That's my personal opinion, mm-hmm. and you'll get pretty far, I think. Do you have to be an artist? Uh, there's a there's somebody that we follow. Um, he, and his name is, uh, I think on Instagram, he calls himself born uncreative because he learned, like he didn't, he wasn't, had, he, according to him, he didn't have a creative bone in his body and he learned, you know, how to do everything, um, through trial and error, through exactly what we're saying, you know, for people. It's, it's, um, I wasn't it's an Pi, artist. Jersa. Yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, he's he's amazing. I mean, he 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 does on his Instagram uh, cell phone photography and just how to take better cell phone pictures, even. But he shows like his old work versus what he does now. His work is incredible, and he calls himself born on creative because he's like anybody can do it. He's he's a a believer that anybody can do it is if you put the work in, if you have the heart, you right, know. Right. I really, I really did not. I have no artistry in my background. Like when I used to draw, I used to draw the Ninja Turtles with all the muscles and the shells. <laughs> like I, I wasn't an artist. Like I might have been though on the inside. I just didn't know it. I think so. And it brought it out, kind of. Yeah, I think so. So it's there in most people. I think everyone's an artist of some sort. Right. We're all artists. Right. We all just paint pictures with different brushes. Yeah. Oh wow! What a great little button <laughs> you just put on that. <laughs> Look at that. Look at Mikey go. Thank you. Thank that was you. sweet. We just paint with different brushes. What? You should put that on your website. You should make t-shirts. Yeah, there you Hats. go. Hey, we're all artists. We just paint with different brushes, man. So, all right. So, uh, um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Great snippet. Great snippet. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's yeah. about as good as it gets. I can't, I can't finish any better than that. So, you guys, th- this is awesome. I'm, uh, you, you guys are good friends of mine my you know great colleagues great artists i think yeah. artists whether, whether you believe you came from that place or not what you do takes a specific uh spirit and the only way you can see the picture and the frame the way you want to see it the way you want it to come out is you it has to be there before you mm-hmm. take the picture yeah sure yeah and that's the that's art that's yeah. that's you can't explain that. Absolutely. That comes from somewhere else. And then the craft is using and understanding the tools to make it look like what you just saw mm-hmm. in here, here. Yeah. Yep. And then the professionalism is to do that in Brooklyn at 8 o'clock yeah. in the morning. In July. <laughs> in, ten, in 100 July. degree heat. Oh, yeah. In, in 10 minutes. With no food or water. With no food or water. Or bathroom break. And a, vendor, <laughs> and a vendor screaming at you. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I appreciate you guys coming. This was awesome. Uh, thank you for having uh, us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I hope everybody uh, learned a lot. And uh, uh, make sure we get some examples of the stuff we talked yeah. about. So I'll pop those in the, in yeah, the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Right,